Hey guys, today I have my girl Fabi on here. She threw it down, y'all. She threw it down. Um, grab a snack, get ready to clean your room. AKA vegan bread. I know you're listening to this. Clean your room. <laughs> um, you know, put it on on your way to work if you're working right now. I mean, not, right now is not really the time to go to work because, you know, whatever. Okay. I just want to throw out there, every episode, I'm sipping on my Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. If you want 10% off your order, use my code BougieVeganMama, and, you know, just, just hook it up. Just try it out. And, you know, a lot of people always ask me, you know, does mushroom coffee really taste like mushrooms? And no, it does not. Um, but if you want to try it before you buy it, well, I mean, you're still going to buy it. Um, go to Whole Foods, and they have single packets, I believe. Some of them do. I don't really know if all of them have single packets. But go to your health food store and try to get a single packet of it. Um, but they, Four Sigmatic does have a money-back guarantee, so if you don't like it, let them know, and they'll give you your money back. But I just want to tell you all, you know, always sipping on it, so use my code. All right, enjoy this episode. Okay, guys, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so first question I have is, um, how did you go vegan? What is your story? So, oh, okay, so maybe this is going to sound cheesy, but it's okay. So when I was like, I don't know, like, do you remember watching That's So Raven? Yes. Okay, so I don't know how old I was, but we were young. I don't know, like 12, 10, something like that. I don't know. So, I remember Chelsea being vegetarian. She was? She is, yeah. Well, I mean, in the show. I don't know, in real life. But um, they now have a show called Raven's Home. And she makes, like, weird snacks, apparently. But it's, like, with spinach and kale. So, I'm like, okay, she's still vegetarian or vegan, whatever. But anyway, back then, on That's So Raven, she was vegetarian. And I remember um, asking my mom, like, Oh, mom. I mean, I didn't ask her. I told her, like, mom, um, why do we eat animal? Like, you know, like, aren't they, like, living? Don't they have a heart, you know? And obviously, they blew me off. They're like, oh, yeah, but we eat it. You know, like, that's what we do. So I remember, because of Chelsea, that was, like, it was not the first time I ever asked anything. I'll go back to the very first time. But this was the major thing. Just because watching her, there was like a Halloween episode where she ate meat accidentally and she turned into a cow. And I was like, and in my head, I mean, I was so young, but I didn't think I was going to turn into a cow. But I was like, well, something's happening to our bodies. You know, like to me, that was like a reflection of like, okay, she turned into a cow because she ate a cow. I'm not going to turn into a cow, but what's happening to my body, you know? So that was like the major like reason just me going back in time and thinking I was not allowed to be vegetarian when I was little you know so I was like why I have all the power now so I will do that but the very first question I ever asked was maybe I don't know six seven eight something like that my dad's friend had a farm like a dairy farm and we'd go on Sundays because they played volleyball and um I remember the the smell was disgusting first of all like just smelling cow and everything and I don't blame them I mean that's their living conditions you know but I remember hated going they took us into the actual um 
what do they call it? Lab? I don't, I don't know. Like where the cows are and they're milking them with the machines. And I remember looking at my dad and I was like, doesn't that hurt them? Like that's your boob. Right. And he's like, no, no, that's what they're here for. And I was like, okay. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. And I remember, I know this is going to sound really funny, but like, I went into the car and I touched my boob. Like I pinched it and I was like, that hurt. You know, and I was like seven or eight. I was like, um, that hurt. You know, and, and I'm doing it with my hand. Could you imagine what the cow is going through with a machine just sucking their milk? So that's why I'm super against dairy, by the way. Just, I mean, obviously everything else, but that when people say, oh, I can't go vegan because of milk. And I'm like, oh, girl. Anyway, um, and I respect opinions. You know, I just, I think I'm here to let people know, like, you know, it is a big deal. Like, don't think it's not. But anyway. Um, so that was the very first time I ever asked. And I was like, that's horrible. That is so mean. And I remember what I was trying to sleep that day. I was crying, you know, like, I was like, what's going on? Like, we're so heartless. We're doing this, you know, obviously, but I was so little and, you know, two, three weeks went by and I was fine. But I remember questioning these things, but my parents just never paid attention to me to be with you. I, I mean, they're great parents, but they just didn't really care much, you know? They're like, this is what we do. You know, we've done it. This is what we do. And they had a very bad childhood. So maybe to them eating so much meat at home was like, oh, we're eating what we didn't have when we were growing up. Because they were, you know, very super low income back in Mexico when they were kids. So I guess that was our excuse. I don't know. But anyway, I grew up and I remember my sister actually told me once. She's like, do you know there's a thing called now? Uh, I mean, people call themselves vegans and they don't eat anything but plants and I was like that is horrible I would never be able to do that but dude no in my inside me I was like that's what I want to do but I couldn't tell her that because then I'd be weird you know like oh okay that is awesome I want to do that so anyway at that point I remember started questioning everything I was like no I gotta do it like I gotta do it like my son he was like less than a year old and I was like I I gotta do it so I remember the first thing my son actually he never had dairy because we tried to feed him cheese ones, and he just spit it out. And I'm like, you go, boo. But anyway, so he didn't like dairy. And um, going to my sister's house, I think we fed him pork maybe twice when he was like a year and something because they made pozole, and he ate it. But I just – I was not okay with that. And chicken, we fed him, I don't know, a handful of times. And I was just like, what am I doing? I can't be doing this. I, I don't want – I mean, you – what I was doing to my son by feeding him this. I was like, I'm, I'm already super crunchy. Like he was not allowed to wear Johnson and Johnson. You know, <laughs> I would make everything for him and I would make all of like, you know, his products, like what do you call them? Like lotion, shampoo, everything and his food. And I'm like, why, why am I adding animal product to it? I don't need to. So I stopped. I stopped with him completely. I actually never liked eggs, so that was no big deal for me. Um, and I just, you know, people would ask me, like, oh, he needs egg every morning, you know. And I was like, it's disgusting and it smells so bad. Um, so he was the first one to, like, ever completely go, like, vegan. Because he was he never liked eggs or dairy. So cutting out me was like, okay, no problem. Um, for me and my husband, I was like, going to Disneyland that year. I never been to Disney. I said I wanted to experience it as an adult. So, remember, right before that, I had watched What the Health, and um, and I had watched you know Cowspiracy and a bunch of other movies and Forks Over Knives or something like that. So I'd watch a 
a bunch of documentaries, you know. I just didn't know how to tell my husband, like, hey, dude, I'm not going to be cooking meat anymore. Um, he's a really chill guy, so obviously I knew he wouldn't care, but I just didn't know how to tell him. I remember telling him, okay, when we get back from California, we're going to go vegan. And he didn't even know what that was. He's like, what do you mean? Like, like, complete, like completely? Like, but he thought he could eat seafood. We grew up eating seafood, by the way, like a lot. So to him, that was really hard. He's like, oh, cool. I mean, but I'm still going to be eating fish and shrimp, right? And I was like, well, if you want, but I'm not going to bring it. So he completely went crazy on me. Like, I can't do that. Like, I mean, I respect you, but I can't do that because of fish and shrimp. I care about the meat, but that. And I was like, are you kidding me? He, he was looking online and he's like, okay, there's a called pescatarian. I think I'm going to be one of those. And I was like, just don't bring it. You know, just don't bring it home. Dude, I, I kid you not. The day we got back from Disneyland, I threw everything out. I gave a bunch of stuff to my sister. I didn't tell her why. Just like, oh, we're going to go on a diet. Like, we're not going to be eating this stuff. And I really thought it was going to be hard for my husband because he had told me I want to continue to eat shrimp. No, he, he didn't care. He'd call me every day at lunch and be like, babe, can I eat this? And I'm like, well, you can't, but are you going to? He's like, no, about like the ingredients. I was like, okay, tell me. So he'd tell me all the ingredients. <laughs> he'd be like, okay, can I eat it now? And I'm like, yeah, sure. It doesn't contain any dairy or anything. So that went on for like a month. And after that, he was like an expert at it. Like he'd, you know, just look at the ingredients, be like, okay, I'm not going to have that or I'm going to have that. And I'm not even kidding you. Like it wasn't even hard for him. I think after being vegan for like a whole year, I started missing cheese. Really bad. And I was like, I got to try it. I, I got to try. I'm going to get sick, but I need cheese. So I get sick and I don't continue to eat it. That is the stupidest thing anybody could say but I just had to I knew I had to so I had a uh, slice of pizza and it was horrible that was like the milk you know and but I knew I needed to just to to get that out you know out of my system and my husband wouldn't like he just like I don't I don't mind I don't mind vegan cheese that's fine so I just I don't know I, I feel like he's um he was like a big part of us going vegan because you know how a lot of people say oh men can't go vegan because it was so easy for him it just it made everything so easy for us and I, I know that sounds horrible for me to say easy because it shouldn't be you know because we're doing something good but um you know he's just very supportive and he's like we're doing the right thing especially for our son and yeah I mean I think just the love of, for animals when people really say I love animals but they still eat them you know i mean they're not, they're not eating a dog or a cat but you know they're still eating animal um i think that's how i was and that's how my husband was and everybody that maybe went vegan i mean that went vegan after you know childhood or whatever um but I, honestly i think if my parents would have let me go vegetarian at age seven would have i would have been completely okay with that i would have not cared if people made fun of me because i know that's you know, what people do, especially kids like, oh, you don't eat this or that is so weird. Um, but yeah, that's, that's completely why we're, vegan. especially, I mean, the love for animals, my son, cause I knew that's what I wanted for him. And 
you know, everything. Honestly, I know that sounds so cliche, but it's true. Just everything. It just makes sense, I think, you know, like, and also I, I, I try to heal my trauma as a child. And that has a lot to do with it because how can I be sitting there meditating, asking the universe for an abundance of love and everything when I'm not giving it out? You know? Mm-hmm. So that to me, it, it all connects. It, it really does. You know, I, I don't want to insult anyone who is not there yet, but to me, that's exactly what it means to just connect everything. I agree. Um, so when you said you wanted to eat cheese, I just want y'all to know, like, like after being vegan for a year, I just want y'all to know, like, if you do that, like your body, is, like your stomach is going to hurt. Like mm-hmm. my mother-in-law, like, okay. I love her to death and she wants to cook for us all the time. And she went and got vegan sausage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was Light Life brand. This was like a year or two ago. I didn't mm-hmm. look at the ingredients because it was Light Life. I'm like, okay, Light Life sausage. Like, okay, that's fine. It had egg in it. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that until after I ate it. Yeah. And that thing really messed me up. <laughs> yeah. No, it does. Bad. It, it does. My husband, well, he didn't actually eat it because he, he – um. We had friends over, and they're all they're also vegan, and they're like, "Oh, do you know that has egg?" Because he used to work at Sprouts, the guy, the guy friend, so he knew the ingredients of the stupid thing. It's plant powered. I don't know if you've seen them. They have them at Sprouts, but they have them next to the vegan section, and it says plant powered. So you think, oh, but now being plant based, people are still eating egg and cheese. So I hate actually just saying all the time like, "Oh, the vegan and being vegan." Because, you know, it's annoying having to say that. But if you don't, they, they assume that you're still eating egg or cheese. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, the cheese thing was definitely, like, a mental thing. Um, and I've, I've told people that, you know, you're going to have to go through a detox. Like, your body's going to crave so many nasty stuff because you're so used to it, you know. I'm 28 years old. I was, like, 20, what, 4, 25, something like that when I went vegan. Um, of course, my body was going to be having um to go through that but I'm, I at least I really sat with myself and I decided to eat it just so my body would feel it and it would connect to my to my brain and be like okay yeah girl that's not good for you um but no it is that's why definitely. I don't understand why or not why but how people have been vegan for years and then they go back to eating like dairy and meat like that's fine like do you and there's nothing wrong with that well no. I mean there's something wrong with it but how does your stomach feel? Well, not good. I don't get that. And they're like, oh my God, I feel so much better that I started eating like meat and dairy again. But like how? Because every time I, I missed, like accidentally ate something, I literally wanted to die. It hurts so yeah. bad. Yeah. Um. Do, do you remember that, that girl that was like super raw vegan and now she eats all that stuff? I have this like, I don't hate people. Like, I I mean, I used to say, oh, I hate this person or whatever. I, I'm not there anymore. But I have this negative thought for her. You know, like nothing bad to happen to her. But just, I can't process that. I just, I can't. Especially because you were selling something to people. 
number one. Number two, I I just, I can't. And also, I, really briefly, do you, rem- do you know Steve-O? You know, he was like vegan or whatever. Um, how are you, how do you get arrested? Because you're trying to save the whales from SeaWorld, but go back to eating fish. Does, th- that is, you know, he didn't even go back to eating like, red meat like cow or pork whatever he like went to eating fish something he went to jail for you know i'm like how does that happen i don't know i think you know when people say like i don't think they were truly ever here for for the animals i mean it i mean i think that's what's what happens because how could you you know like you fought so much for this and then you're eating something with a face again and you know, and I think that that that's like a big issue because people that are trying to go vegan or that at least are trying to go to like a plant-based diet, they'll look at this and be like, but see, this person was vegan for like seven years and they went back. Yeah, because they're literally telling themselves that they're missing on some, like they're missing something. Um, not necessarily because it's true, but they need a reason, you know, especially since they go on YouTube and say, why I'm not vegan anymore. I feel like all of the people that go back from being vegan, they weren't in it for the right reason. Jump right into it. Um, so first question I have is, um, how did you go vegan? What is your story? Yeah, I mean, I've even had people in my family that I love who've said to me, like, why do vegans always have to say they're vegan? And I'm like, well, a hunter, you know, people don't ask them, like, are you a hunter? But they tell you because it's awesome. And they just went and killed three elk or whatever. Well, that's their life, right? That's their way of living. Why can't I say what I do too? Like, why? what's so bad about me saying I don't go to the zoo? Oh, and by the way, I wanted to say something. I've had people invite me to the zoo and I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm obviously the answer is no, but I don't know how to say it in a nice way so they don't get offended or think that I'm being rude because they have passes and I'm going free. Like, it's so weird to me to have to say no i usually just when people ask me that i'm just like no like i just i'm i'd rather just not i don't Mm. really give a reason because i don't want to be like because i'm vegan i don't support it it's just like if it gets down to it i'll really explain it to him but it's funny that you said that because i was looking on this news article today and it said that zoos or this zoo in um, another country, I think it was Germany something, I don't know, don't quote me on like the exact country, but they're starting to feed <laughs> other animals to other animals in the zoo because just to keep afloat. Like they can't buy food, they don't have food for them, and they're starting to feed animals to other animals. Okay. So why but- would I go out and go to the zoo and give them my money when they don't do that? And honestly, if you even just go to the zoo you will and just look at the animal's behavior Mm -hmm. they are psychotic like they are going crazy because they are trapped in a cage if they're pacing Mm -hmm. back and forth most of them are like when i went to my local one there was a monkey and it was just running back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because it's like it's going crazy it's stuck Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't it's just so wrong you know but all the other animals too i mean if you ever hear the lion roar at the at the at the zoo it's not even, like, loud. I mean, I've never heard of it in real life, but, you know, you, you, if you research it, like, they're always really loud, and it's not even that loud. Like, 
why like they're just so sad I don't know it gets me sad just even thinking about it but I'm not okay with that and circuses and all that stuff it's really really sad I just wish we could let everyone know I know so they would just stop going and even though they know I think they just don't care so yeah a lot of people don't but at least we're bringing some awareness to it sometimes yeah okay so how does your family support your lifestyle um they don't (laughs) well I only have well my older sister lives like two minutes away my parents don't live here and my other siblings don't live here either and my in-laws live in Arizona um and they don't support it at all at all actually um I remember she my mother-in-law brought honey ones like a big jar of honey and that is actually another thing that people debate on like if honey really is vegan or not and obviously it's not because it's not for us but and they're so tiny producing little bits of honey for us to just be like um well it's a it's a local farm so it's okay like anyway but anyway so she bought honey and I told her like oh we don't do honey and she looked at me she's like are you guys in a cult or something and I was like why she's like well because you guys are just you guys just stopped eating all this stuff and I was like what does that have to do with a cult like that's weird that you'd ask me that and um also, because we didn't go to church, so obviously she thought we were, you know, um, worshiping the devil or something. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, we go, and she always says, like, oh, I didn't cook anything for you guys because I don't know what to cook, you guys. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, we didn't want you to cook for us. But um, they're, they're judgy, you know, like, she really is judgy. And my brother-in-law is too like he'll make fun of us and you know many times he's called us rabbits and like there's nothing offensive about that but to him apparently it is um so they're not supportive like in-laws are not at all my sister they are in the way that um if we take my son over you know because we never go out but (laughs) if we're gonna go out like to have dinner just my husband and I um he'll stay there with my sister and my nephews and um that they they'll call me like hey we're here what can we get him you know um they haven't lately because i already know so like they know what to order him if they go out but um yeah you know they'll, they'll ask like hey does this have gelatin or does this have egg or whatever um even my my niece she's nine and she'll call and ask can he have this you know so that's they'll ask this like 30 times if we're if we're there visiting, they'll ask like at least thirty times. Like, can he have this? Can he have this? So I'm thankful for that. So they're supportive that way. Like they don't just feed him stuff. You know, they'll ask. Um, and they've sometimes tried our food, but they've mentioned many times that they will never go vegan because they love meat. So, but the supportive part is like they they ask. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And, I was gonna ask you because I have. Growing up throughout high school, I had so many Spanish friends, and they would look at me like I'm crazy, like, oh, like, I'm Dominican, like, I can't, I can't go vegan. My mom will never let me, or I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Salvadorian, like, I can't go vegan, oh, yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. our, my family would disown me. Yeah. Um. So that's why I asked you, like, how your family is, and it's more of a thing for them, like, you have to do it by yourself, because, yeah, you know. Well, 
Well, I mean, well, I'm Mexican, obviously, but I mean, you know, and where my parents are from, they don't, I mean, obviously, yeah, they eat, you know, beef and pork and even goat, which I never had because the smell was really, really bad. But um, I will tell you that what we eat the most would be seafood. They like breathe, sleep, seafood. Like that's seafood. Like we had seafood at least seven times a week. You know, like that's that was the main thing. Um, and I know a lot of people um, will like, for example, like let's say pescatarians, like they feel because there's so, how do I put this? There's so many shrimp that it's okay because they're producing them like in farms anyway um but I was I just I was like yeah I mean I love the taste of shrimp but I'm not gonna continue to eat it now obviously I don't crave it anymore but um growing up again that was like the main thing like we'd eat a lot of seafood and you know I've talked to my mom and my dad and well number one I tell them hey it's for your health like my mom, she has to take medicine every single day because she has diabetes and she's, um, I think she had cholesterol. I don't know my mom's medical history to be honest with you. Cause I've always been against medication, but, um, I, I keep telling her mom, stop eating that, like stop eating that, you know, and see how your body feels. And they just won't, they lie to me. Well, she does. She's like, Oh, I haven't had pork in like three months. I'm like, mom, yeah, you have, you know? Um, I really wish they would just for their health. Obviously I know they don't care about animals that way, but at least for their health. And my dad, we were talking like two months ago and he actually made me cry because he told me, he's like, um, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, I know that you're doing what's best for you and your son. And I really wish that we didn't have the mentality that we have, that we have to have animal in order to have protein or to feel healthy. Like I, I understand you. It's just, He's like, I'm almost 70 and it's just really hard for me to um, leave it, if that makes sense. Like just not be the way I've always been. I mean, for 70 years and I don't understand it, obviously, because I, I don't care if you're 90, you could still go vegan. But that's what he said. And at least it made me feel like he understands that we don't need it, but he just chooses to continue to eat it and he basically forced us to be meat eaters because that's how it was supposed to be, you know? Um, but they're supportive, you know, obviously like, you know, they, they've never ever made me feel bad in any way. Like they, they know it's the best for us, but they just don't want to change, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I've ever thought like, Oh, cause I'm Mexican. Like I had never like girl, no, that's all I cook every day. Mexican food. I just obviously don't add meat. I mean, animal products. Um, but I totally get you. Yeah. I've heard people say that like, Hey, I'm Mexican. I never be able to leave my asada tacos. I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite meal to make? Um, honestly, like nachos, I think. I make, like, well, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> the jackfruit asada that I make, I really like it. And I love making, talk. I mean, nachos out of that. 
Yeah, maybe tacos, stuff like that. And where do you grocery shop? I ask everybody this question because I'm like obsessed with grocery shopping. Like, I'll be in there for hours. Me too. That's why now that I haven't been able to, because my husband's grocery shopping, I'm like, Ugh, I miss that. Um, oh, many, many, many places. Trader Joe's, um, because they have jackfruit. <laughs> it's really inexpensive. So uh, definitely Trader Joe's, um, Sprouts. Um, mainly for like the organic uh, veggies and stuff because at Trader Joe's they um, they have everything in bags already kind of and mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to live that life of no plastic so I go to Sprouts for veggies and fruits and stuff um, and Whole Foods I like going to Whole it's so expensive there though like so expensive but we go get like their um, cheese like the brand they just came up with um stuff like that nothing big there i don't think we buy a lot of stuff there but just you know snacks i think that's like our snack store (laughs) and um when it's summer and we're able to go to the farmer's market we definitely do that because girl honestly i think well i don't think i'm weird maybe so many of us are the same way but i love seeing fresh veggies and fruits like I could cry just seeing all the fresh veggies and fruit. So I like going there. And, um, but mainly there, I think. I don't think I go anywhere else. I hate Walmart, so I never go there. Um, and Target, I don't, I don't grocery shop at Target, but sometimes they'll have, like, um, milks on sale and stuff like that, so I'll go there. So we basically do the same, the same stores, but I can't go to Trader Joe's because the closest one is like 45 minutes from me. It breaks mm-hmm. my heart. I really wish there was one closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So how, how did you explain veganism to your son? Oh, he was so little. I don't think I ever did. It was, it's so normal to him. Like he, um, he connects everything. Like he, um, Oh, God, I don't want to cry for this. But we've been to Whole Foods. Um, and he's cried so much because he's seen them put the chickens on the, what are they called? The, the, the rotisserie chicken yeah. that they have. He will cry to them. And he wants to go back there and tell them, like, why are you doing that? He's, oh, God, I, we've cried with him. Like, it's just unbelievable how... We obviously have never told him. I don't think we want to make people seem negative to him. So we never say, oh, these people are bad for eating animal ever. It's just normal for him to know that he doesn't eat it because he loves it. Right. And he's been around chickens, like live chickens. He's been around all these other animals. So for him to think that they're dead and they're just going to be eaten doesn't make sense. You know, Um, so he's cried at least four times at Whole Foods because of that. And at Sprouts, we never go on that side. We're always, like, on the veggie side, so we never go on that side, or else he'd probably also cry. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we really explain it. He just knows. I know he's vegan. You know, he never tells people, but um, at Whole Foods, there was this guy. He doesn't work there anymore, but he used to give him free hot cocoa because he said, thank you so much for everything you do for the animals because the guy was vegetarian. And he said, I'm about to be vegan like you so he'd always say hi to him. Um, and he's like the only for the only person he's ever said I'm vegan to. Because Aww. that guy asked him, like, oh, because he said, Oh, do you have oat milk? 
And he's like, yeah. He's like, you don't do dairy? He's like, um, he didn't know what dairy was. He's like, milk, like cow milk. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm vegan. And then the guy's like, oh, okay. So he, three times he gave him free, free hot cocoa because of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and they just get funnier as they grow up because, like, they're so smart. And obviously, like, it makes sense to them. So, I mean, adults would be embarrassed to say stuff like that. But he's just really vocal about the way he lives, you know? That's but awesome. yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I had to explain it to him. He just kind of knows. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, advice for people who want to go vegan. Oh God! If I want to go the easy route, I probably say, "Oh, watch this and watch that and watch that." But um, even watch it, they'll be like, "Eh, the bacon," or "Oh, the cheese." So maybe. <sighs> God, this is this is hard. I don't know. I think I also tell people that I know it's so hard for us to picture us as animals because we're, you know, we're not living there. We're not living in an animal body, but I believe in reincarnation and I believe that in another life I could come back as a chicken or a tiger, something. Um, And that's not hard for me to connect and be like, oh yeah, I don't want people doing that to me, you know? But to other people, that's hard because they'll laugh and be like, well, but I'm not a cow right now. You're not right now, you know, but can we please sit with ourselves and think like what it feel to be an animal and be abused because somebody finds you tasty or funny or whatever, you know, so maybe that like, can we just stop being assholes and really put ourselves into these animals? pause (laughs) you know i agree i think that's or just or maybe also being a kid like i see my child being the way he is and it's so normal and natural the way he lives that what other people do is weird to him but we grew up different we grew up thinking vegetarians are weird you know the vegans um but to him it's backwards so maybe look at your kid and see how he feels about animals. We hear so many moms saying, my, my kid loves animals. Like, he's the next Steve Irwin. And I'm like, well, first of all, Steve Irwin still ate animal. But um, he saved animals. Like, I get, like, they had that, what do they call it? The Australian Zoo or whatever they have. Um, but, yeah, I, I think also asking kids and going back to being a kid and thinking, I mean, kids are sensitive, very sensitive and pure. So I think just thinking that way and not thinking as adults all the time, maybe that helped. I like to tell people, like, I like to give it in the perspective as a mom, like Mm -hmm. cows, when they have babies, they're taken away from them right away. And Mm -hmm. I like to say, like, how would you feel if you just gave birth and then someone takes your baby away and you never see it again? Mm -hmm. That kills me. That really, really kills me. And I could, when even just thinking about that Mm -hmm. would make me stop supporting it, especially after having, like, being a mom. But if people hear that and still do it, like, it will, they will never understand unless it happens to them. Yeah. Like breastfeeding, you know, like, that was magical to me. Like the two years I did that was like, 
I think that's why I never actually, like, you know, when they say after six months or whatever, you can feed them formula or just regular milk, whatever. Um, I didn't want to do that. I was like, that's disgusting, you know? Because I always knew that dairy, like, milk, like cow milk had pus. And I was like, I'm not going to feed that to my kid, which is really dumb because obviously I was still eating, like, red meat and red meat has pus. But I had not watched a video yet yeah. <laughs> or really looked into it. So me, the, the pus thing always killed me. I was like, that is so disgusting. I'm not going to give that to my kid. So he actually never had, you know, just milk, like cow milk. Um, and I remember telling my husband that right before we went vegan, like, oh, my goodness, could you imagine them taking my baby away because I needed my milk? And, yeah, I think that's big to tell people that. Yeah, definitely. That's horrible. God, I, I cannot imagine. I know. Okay, let's talk about homeschooling. I need to know everything. I got my pencil ready. Because um, I am, Ellie is not going to school. Um, Good. She will be homeschooled, unschooled, whatever, travel schooled, whatever y'all want to call it. But um, yeah. what, do you have a certain program, curriculum, method that you use? Yes and no. Um, we on on school a lot of the time, like a lot, um, because uh, for a fact, kids un- up until the age of eight actually really don't learn much. Like they're not really capable of. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not capable, but you know, until eight, um, they're able to really grasp everything. Um, and before that, they're just kids. Like, they just want to be running around and touching and getting hurt and all that stuff. Um, and I think that's very important. Like, if you don't believe me, you know, you can definitely, I don't know what you use, like, DuckDuckGoose or, or DuckDuckGo, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Google, Pan, whatever you want to use. Um, but, but research that. Like, that's, that's legit. Like, that's true. And I go back to when I was a kid. I'm like, I remember not learning anything. You know, I, I, I spoke Spanish up until the age of, like, six or seven. And then after that, I learned English, too. So I was like, okay, I'm, like, understanding this. But obviously, I was exposed to English speakers at a very young age. I just didn't learn anything. Like, I learned words and stuff. But maybe up until, like, second grade, I really learned how to speak properly. Well, not properly, but, you know, like, English. And... um so I go back to them, like, yeah, that's that's true. Like, that makes sense, right? And I ask my husband, and he, it makes sense to him, too. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's see how this goes. So we started on schooling a lot. Um, he loves being out in nature. So him even just knowing what a bug, the difference between a bug and, um, like, an insect or whatever, that I'm, I'm okay with that, you know? That's learning. He's learning something. Maybe he's not learning... Um, words yet but he was learning i mean now he 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 knows how to read i am amazed at how smart he is i think all kids are smart by the way but um you know i was thinking that and just being out and learning out in nature um we'd play with random stuff that he had at, at home and he was learning you know um i didn't even really have to teach him what rhyming was i think he got it like just singing you know and now he knows that that's what rhyming is. But back, you know, when he was like five and five, like three or four, he didn't know what that was. 
And now we're able to sit down and put words together and read, you know. But I think it ha- has helped him a lot that we don't just sit there for hours, you know. Because, man, kids get bored, you know, and they'll ask questions and you'll be like, no, we're not there, buddy. But you still have to answer it, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, definitely on schooling most of the time. He does have a science class on Mondays. Um, we take, I take him for an hour. And he gets to play there because it's like a science museum for kids. And it's very hands-on. So they, they're able to touch everything and, you know, with water or how air works, um, sand. I mean, everything. Like, you name it. They have it there. So we on Mondays, but we haven't lately. So we're there for like three hours. And um, on Fridays, we have a homeschool co-op. So we have a little group. We get to hang out. And at the beginning, we were meeting at a cl- in a classroom, and we were doing, like, um, you know, very basic school stuff. So we'd sit, and we'd sing, and you can tell they didn't like it. They wouldn't sit. <laughs> they wanted to be running around. So we decided we'd do more of, like, um, unschooling-type Fridays. So we'll go to the park. We'll go on a field trip. We'll do something. But we get, at least we get, you know, to meet other kids and we're around other kids. So when people say that um, homeschool kids don't have any, don't have a social life, that is BS. That is not true. My kids, my kid has so many friends. I don't, I don't know who to call and be like, oh, he wants to say hi to him. Um, And we have baseball practice also. So I know that has nothing to do with school, but it's really good for him because he learns how to stay in line, which is what we, you know, you do at like at a normal school, like follow directions knows that mommy's not going to be there, but he has to listen to the coach or whatever. And my husband's one of the coaches, so it's <laughs> very hard for him to understand. Um, so we do a bunch of stuff, and that to me is amazing, that I don't have to feel like I have to take him to, you know, public school and for him to be there. And I mean, most kids don't even like being there anyway, you know. And I know people don't agree with that, but hey – I love my kid and I'm going to do whatever makes him happy. As long as he's learning, he learns his math, learning how to read, all the basic stuff. And, you know, that's what I'm here for. And I was, and also I was a, a kindergarten teacher for like two years. So, you know, I think that kind of helps me understand him at this age. Um, and I will unschool him or homeschool him until, you know, I don't know. I can't anymore. <laughs> he wants to go to public school. I don't know, but I have no plans to taking him to public school. I really don't. That's awesome. Um, do you have any advice for parents who are thinking about homeschooling? Mm, yes, listen to your kids. I think as parents, it's so hard for us to do that because maybe our parents didn't listen to us. So we're like, we don't know any better. But we do know better. Listen to your kids. Like, really listen to them, you know? I don't think any human is capable of just sitting there for hours in a classroom with, like, a dictator in front of the classroom (laughs) telling you what to do, having test permission for everything. And I'm not saying that's bad, because obviously my kid, you know, he's, oh, God, he's a great kid, and he's very well-educated, you know, and all that stuff. But what I'm trying to say is like, I don't believe in that. I, 
I was never really happy going to school. Um, and I don't think my parents really listened. My dad did. He did. You know, I tell him like, because I used to get bullied a lot. So me just saying that to my dad, he'd be like, okay, you're not going to school today. So we get to hang out, you know, I'd hang out with my dad all morning and that was good for me. Um, but I think parents really need to listen to their kids. All kids are going to learn no matter where they are. You, you have to, you have the right and the power to say, is he going to learn here with a gentle parent who understands the needs of my child? Or is he going to go with someone else with a total stranger, have a total stranger as a teacher every single year with other kids exposed to different households? Do I really want to put my child through that? You know, and I know that a lot of people believe that it's good for kids to be around other kids, like no matter if they're bullies or if they're nerds or they're whatever you want to call them, you know, they, they think that's okay. And yeah, of course, I want my kids, my kid to have all kinds of friends, but don't bully our kid here at home, you know, so he doesn't know what a bully is. I mean, you know, he knows what it is, but he's not one. And I don't think I want to put him in that situation where he's surrounded by a lot of kids. And I don't, I'm not blaming the kids whatsoever. I know it's all the parents, you know. But I do believe that when a kid is being a bully, it's because he's getting bullied at home. And if I can prevent allow my son to know and understand what a bully is, like, hey, you know, they're tough. But, you know, they have it tough, too. So we need to be understanding of them, too. Or do I just want to keep my kid at home and teach him all the stuff he's going to be learning at school, but at his own pace? Then I'd rather do this. And I have all the free time. I mean, I have all the time in the world. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Thankfully, my husband is able to provide, so I don't have to go to work. You know, and I understand it's not ideal for everyone because a lot of parents have to work. And that breaks my heart. I just wish we all had the opportunity to be home with our kids. Um, but, you know, I just, again, I think we should really listen to our kids. If you have the opportunity to homeschool your kid, I think you should listen to that. I agree. And what you said about your dad listening to you, I was so depressed going to school, especially high school. Like, I just didn't want to go. It was full of, like, privileged kids who, like, were ungrateful and rich and just didn't, you know, appreciate what they had. But Mm -hmm. I it was so miserable and so hard for me and my mom did not care like she like you need to go you need to graduate you need to get a degree you need to do this 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 like if you don't go you're not gonna graduate and it was really really hard for me like I barely made it out of high school honestly and then all these parents are wondering why why is my kid depressed like I don't understand think about what they go through at school yeah yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really was depressed because I was bullied so much. And I'm not saying kids, other kids weren't getting bullied. Of course they were. But in my situation, I just hated school. Like, I hated school. I remember the very first kid that ever bullied me. His name was Jose Alvarez. I remember his name. <laughs> and he was such a jerk to me. And now I have, um, you know, I have compassion for him and I wish him the best and I hope he has a good life. But I hated that guy growing up, you know, he was a jerk to me. He'd always 
make fun of me and, you know, walk the way I was walking just to always make me feel like crap. And now I understand that he probably was bullied at home. He didn't know any better. You know what I mean? So again, as a parent, we have to understand that if we're bullying our kids, that they're going to do the same thing to other kids. And these are the kids that are in school and other kids that are, you know, they have a, a good home. They have a gentle and understanding home, loving home, get to go into the school or classroom, whatever. These other kids, it's hard for the child to understand that that kid is like problems at home and he doesn't know any better. As a kid, you don't understand that. You know what I mean? And again, that is why I don't want to put my child through that. He understands what that is and he understands that, you know, not everyone's like him and not everyone's like mommy and daddy. But if I can prevent that, I will do that. You know, I, I will do that. Um, and people might call that, you know, uh, overprotecting him or whatever. I don't think that. I really don't. I think I'm truly understanding my child and that's why I don't want to have more kids because I truly want to be there for my kid, understand him. And if I can prevent anything, I will because he's going to grow up. And the only thing he's going to, the only thing he's going to have to rely on is going to be having a good home, a good parents that understand him. And he can come to us whenever he has an issue, a problem, whatever. We, we're going to make him a strong man by showing him compassion with love, not just, no, life's going to be tough, so I'm going to toughen you up right now. Like, I don't, I don't believe that, you know? Um, so my dad tried to do that to me, you know? He'd be like, okay, it's hard at school. You, you can stay home today. And I actually flunked second grade because of that. You know, my siblings and my mom blamed my dad all the time. Like, it's your fault because she flunked. But my dad just saw that as love. Like, I'm protecting her, you know? There's just a nasty kid there, and obviously we've gone to the office many times. Nothing has been done. What I do, go hit the little boy. I could just keep her home and maybe people won't understand that but now that I'm a mom I totally understand maybe not the best thing because I flunked thankfully when I was in fifth grade I was able to um, skip that grade and go to sixth grade so I graduated fine but um, I see that was a blessing that was that was something that my dad did so the universe was like okay good something good for your daughter here we go like I took a test and I was able to go to sixth grade um, but, you know, it, it's hard. I, I think being a parent is, is hard if you make it hard. If not, just do whatever your gut tells you. You know, it's your child. You're not going to mess them up. If you do it with love, you're never going to mess up a child. Um, so at least I'm thankful for that, you know, that my dad was able to do that. I agree. Now, we have, like, the same mindset. I feel like um, we both have this thing with negative people with people that aren't consistent people that are just not all there like how do you deal with negative people ne negative friends toxic people how do you deal with that i'm just not around them no you know that sounds maybe rude to some people maybe to other people they're like well that's easy or how do you do it that's it i just don't want to be around them um I am, I'm going to go into this, but I'm a Libra and everybody says we're very friendly and social. I agree. My mom's a Libra and she makes friends everywhere. Um, God, I used to crave friendships. Like I wanted a best friend so bad that for a very, very 
long time, I was miserable having these friends because I was just having them to have to, to have someone to, you know, call a best friend. But you know, I don't call anybody a best friend. Me and my husband, you know, but I don't have a best friend. Um, do I want one? Maybe if she comes. I mean, Ashley, do you want to be my best friend? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't crave that anymore um, because the right people are around me and they will continue to come. Um, but, yeah, I was I was so, so hungry for friendships that it didn't matter who came to me. And the most negative people came to me, you know. And I was just trying to juggle everything. Like, I was constantly texting everyone, see how they were doing, and being extra nice and so supportive and nice and I never felt it from anyone never you know I I started my 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 business selling totes and mugs and all this other vegan stuff that I was selling and none of my friends supported me or whoever I thought were my friends and this wasn't even long ago it was like what three years ago maybe two years ago and I was miserable. I was so sad every time they wouldn't like my post. You know, it's like, I need likes for this to get to people. You know, I want to sell. And they weren't liking my stuff. And they were watching my stories. And I was so mad all the time, dude. I was angry at the world for doing this to me. Like, what was I doing wrong? That I was so nice to them. And they were never supportive of me. I said enough I can't do that that is horrible I was even getting in fights with my husband because I was in a bad mood all the time you know like just overthinking why didn't she like my post why didn't she share it why didn't you know I know none of that matters because if I'm gonna get somewhere I'm gonna get somewhere because of me you don't like what I do you don't approve of what I do that is okay trust me now I'm sitting here and being honest telling you I really don't care but I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not a bad person. I just really don't care, you know? And then I'll have people um, around me, even people like homeschool moms maybe, or people like me in random places. And if I don't like their attitude, because they've told me enough and I've actually, because I truly cared for them, I, I said something like, okay, you're asking me, you're telling me you want my opinion. Here you go. You do what you want with it. What do they do? Nothing, right? They just keep doing the same. That's okay. That is okay, but I'm not okay with that because that means I'm draining myself, my soul, my energy, giving it to you, and you're doing nothing with it. You know, I feel there's something with someone or if I share my success, my, my, my happiness, my time, whatever it is I share with someone, I mean it. You know, I really mean it. So please do something with it. Not for me, for you, because if I didn't care for you, I wouldn't be here. I'm very selective with the people that I'm around with, so that should say something to you. And if you're not, if you're going to continue to live that way, that's okay, you know. Um, I just can't be around that, you know, even if it's my family. No matter who it is, I'm not going to do that. My energy and my mental health is so important now that I can't be there for you. You know, I can't, you know, maybe when you're ready and you'll find your people, but I'm not your people anymore. I'm not that person because I tried, you know, and I don't want you to do anything I say, but at least change your attitude. Say, hey, you know, I am going to get through this or 
what, whatever it is, you know, I just want to see change, not for me, but for you, you know, you'll attract better people in your life. And maybe one of those people will be me. I don't know. But right now I can't do that. And I will not do that. Um, people applaud me for that. And they say, I wish I was like that. And other people think that's rude. It is not rude when you're taking care of yourself. Um, did we not learn that growing up? If you don't take care of yourself, no one's going to take care of you. Didn't we go through a bunch of stuff as a kid? And our parents, even though they loved us, they, they, weren't, they couldn't be there at every single moment. Who was there? Us. We were there, you know? And as adults, it's the same thing. I have a son and I have a very amazing husband, but he can't be there every second of my life. So if I don't help myself, if I don't take care of myself, my energy and everything, no one's going to come and do that for me. So I just can't. I really, really, really cannot. <laughs> I know. I Everything you just said, it's so weird because I, I made an IGTV about this topic like a few weeks ago but I was like I deleted it because I was just gonna make a podcast about it but I went through the same thing like I just wanted a friend so bad I'm like dang like I really need like a friend that's into the same thing as like things as me like Mm -hmm. that's that's always want to like be productive and better ourselves rather than just like going shopping or like just sitting around like watching a movie like I want somebody to go do stuff with me and you know, like level up and I wanted it so bad. And I would think about it all the time. And I would tell Brayden like, dang, like I really need a girl best friend. Like I need a best friend and mm-hmm. nothing happened. But like the, the people that I would be around would not give me what I gave them. Mm, yeah. And then I, I got to the point where, you know, the people that know me in real life, they know that I cut people off like crazy It does not matter if we've been friends for 10 years, five years, two months. Like if you do one thing that I don't like, and it's a problem that I have, like, I don't know why I'm like this, but like, I guess I'm like you said, like, I'm so protective of myself and my energy that I just, I'm just like, bye. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I've lost a lot of friends that way. And I just, I don't think twice about it. I'm just like, okay, like, I don't need you. Bye. Like, yeah, but it's just me protecting my energy and myself and it got to the point where I was like hanging hanging with girls that after I left I didn't feel good about myself Mm -hmm. I felt negative I felt like I hate gossiping and that's all girls really do I mean don't get me wrong like yeah like we still gossip it's like human nature but negative gossiping is just not what I'm into um so that's that's another topic but um. i just wanted to say though that um your thoughts are valid obviously words but don't say that's a problem because it's not you you said that it's a problem that i have it's not a problem it's the way we all should be um in order for anyone to imagine if every single person on this planet that way we would love everyone you know, we, we wouldn't hurt anyone because we're not hurting ourselves. Why would we hurt other people? That's what I believe. So I don't think that's a problem. It's not. It's the reality that everybody needs, but everyone's so scared to do because what will people say? Like, I am a bad person. Well, are you? Like, are you a bad person? No, you're not. You're just doing whatever it takes. I don't, I don't think it's like, um, sorry, um, you shouldn't feel guilt. No, nobody should feel guilty for doing something 
beneficial to you. Again, no one's going to take care of you, but you, right? And those people, the right people will come to you when, when they, when they do, whenever it is, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, next year, whenever it is, because that ourselves, I think we miss anyone. We partners, our little family, that's changed, but we don't crave anything perfect. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, that's just how I, I pick everyone being. And hopefully, I think with just like our Instagram, even saying these things or like posting about it or on our stories, whoever listens to it and then somebody gets on from it, that's, that's good. Because the people are saying, oh, yeah, I should definitely love me, whatever that means. And then you learn what self-love is. Because again, it goes back to no one's taking care of you, but you, and that's, that's where the love starts, you know? So again, it's not a problem. It's what everyone should be doing. Yes. Really cutting people out because again, not everyone's worth it. Yeah. That's what, but like a particular situation comes to mind with me that I worked with my best friend and I know everyone says like never work with your best friend, but I did it anyways, but Mm -hmm. we work together and I kind of got to the point where like she was very very miserable working this job and I totally agree with her like I got to a point where I was miserable there too but Mm -hmm. it got to the point where like I was not miserable at first but she was and it got me so down like I just felt negative around her like stressed out and we were friends for so 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 long like years And Mm -hmm. it just felt like when I got around her, like I was just like tense and like, it just didn't feel right. And then I got uncomfortable. And then when it comes to me, like I just said, like I cut people off like so easy and I'm just like, you're just too, like you're negative and it's like bringing me down. And I just stopped talking to her and I felt so, 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 so bad about it. But if I wouldn't have done that, me and her wouldn't have grown to where we are now like we're friends again because like you know I apologize to her I put it aside like it it was kind of messed up of me to like not understand where she was coming from and why she was miserable but I just did it anyways to like protect my energy but I mean in the end it worked out but Mm -hmm. I just didn't even think about her side I didn't even talk it out with her I was just like okay I just stopped talking to her because I just I just couldn't deal with with the negative vibes yeah um we'll see Again, I also, um, just hearing you say that, I feel that that had to happen. You know, um, sometimes we, we blame ourselves for so many things, like I should have done that or I should have done that. No, I think that everything really plays out the way it should. Um, and that had to happen for both of you to grow. Because, maybe, again, you know, think of it as if we were to sit together, she would have brought me down even more and we would have never grown. So it's sad that that has to happen in a way, but it shouldn't be sad and we shouldn't. Okay, so there's this thing that I believe that you either take responsibility or you take blame, right? Like are you going to continue to put yourself for for not talking to your friend for so long because she was being negative? Or are you going to take responsibility and be like, I did do this, but I needed it, right? Um, And I think that's what the problem with everyone is. We'd love to blame either ourselves or other people for situations or or patterns that we have. Like, where's that going to get us? Nowhere. We're just blaming. You know, forgive yourself, forgive everyone else, and then take responsibility. That's what's going to heal everyone. Um, 
not everyone's ready. And I've understood that because that was very hard for me to be like, why aren't you vegan? Why aren't you healing yourself? Why aren't you spiritual instead of religious? Like, I was just asking these questions. Like, what does it matter? Yeah, I'm doing it myself. I met you. I've met other people that think the way I think. And I, that's my healing. Like, I'm learning that there's going to be more of me. Different bodies, obviously, like other people. Um, but I, I had to be responsible. You know, like, I, I did that too. You know, I used, I used to be that way. So my responsibility now is to heal and to move forward and to just take all the, the toxic people out of my life. Um, so I don't know. That's just really the way I, I try to picture life. Um, working for everyone that's how I used to be too like when I first went vegan I was like why are you still eating me like I used to judge people like I used to be I look at people like ew like you're really eating me like it's disgusting but now mm-hmm. like I, f- I remember one day like I said something like that when I was at Whole Foods with my mom like years ago and she was like Ashley like everyone's on their own path in life not everybody's gonna live like you and yeah. it, and right when she said that it, like clicked right in my head like why am I judging these people? Like I was once like them, the switch didn't go off in their head yet, or it might never go off, but it's, it's not my business to try to change people. But I mean, I'm going to influence people on like the right thing I think to do is, but I'm not going to sit here and judge you and, and be like, you know, some people DM me and they're like, they're like, are you only friends with vegans or will you be friends with like people who eat me? I'm like, what the heck? Like I will never not be friends with somebody just because they eat me. Like I, yeah, I would never, I mean, I, I told people that I won't marry a man that eats meat just because I don't want my kids to be confused with us growing up. I mean, with Mm -hmm. them growing up and being like, okay, mommy eats meat, but I mean, mommy doesn't eat meat, but dad does. Like, I didn't want it to be like that. And I just didn't want it in my household anyways. So that's, that's one thing. But like having a friend that eats meat is like not a big deal to me because it's, you know, it's their choice at the end of the day. And I also feel like, um, just seeing how you live, even I, I've always said that, um, and, and I think that's the hard part also about being human, is saying, I live this way, but if you're not really living it, and you're just saying it, like, are people really listening to you? No, you know? So for me, just to be happy with who I am, I think that's the light that people are going to get from me. Like, the I planted a seed on everyone that re- that saw my story, right? That's all my post. You do what you want with that. And if you continue to just do the, the things that I'm not okay with, doesn't mean I'm not going to be a friend, but I'm probably just not going to like be stuck in that relationship so much. Like I want to grow and I want like people around me to grow also. I'm not saying they're bad people for not doing the stuff that I do. But again, you know, again, I really wish I had friends before that were more supportive. Um, in my journey and it would have been easier for me. And I know that sounds so stupid because I just said the, you know, responsibility and blame. So I'm not blaming anyone. I'm taking responsibility of not going vegan before, of not being spiritual before, of not healing traumas before. Uh, but again, I do believe in community, you know, like the community, the people that are around you are always going to make a difference. You know, is everyone shedding light or is everybody just being dark and obnoxious? Um, that's what you have to watch out for. And just very briefly with what I just said, I, um, oh God. Okay. So I've seen many, many people or even like just memes that say that they're not love and light bitch. 
Like I'm not a love and light bitch. I do. I show my darkness too or something like that. And I laughed when I saw that because I want to say something. If you want to be stuck in the, in the darkness and, and my life has been horrible. This happened to me as a kid. My parents did this to me. There's nothing wrong with you saying your story because I hopefully someday I write a book about my life. But I took responsibility about it. I wasn't just blaming the people that hurt me, right? Because there's so many people that hurt me. But do I want to be stuck there? Do I just want to say, oh, my darkness and my light? Girl, everyone has darkness. I'm not perfect, you know? The Buddha wasn't perfect or your God wasn't perfect, you know? Can we not get in the darkness and just say it's okay to be happy it's okay to line i mean to shine light to other people i'm not saying i don't have darkness in me i do there is so much more healing to do and every single day i'm learning something about myself but why do i want to tell people that like i don't i don't want to do that do i want to say more of course i do you know once i'm fully healed and um, I know exactly what to say, whatever may feel comfortable saying it. Not right now where I probably am going to call somebody out and say a bad word or, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like that people say that because it makes me feel like, am I a hypocrite for not saying that there's darkness in me? No, there is. There's darkness in everyone. But I don't want to put my effort on that and I don't want to put my energy in that. Again, it's like a person. Do I want to do that? No. Amen, sister. <laughs> I I agree. And tying into that, I really want you to talk about like what you posted on your story today because I really think that more people need to hear this. Like you should not feel bad about telling somebody how you feel. Like especially if you feel great, like you shouldn't feel bad mm-hmm. saying that you feel good. <sighs> yeah, so I obviously we've all been seeing that. We've all been seeing, you know, even on your stories or posts, people ask, like, how are you really doing? You know, be honest. And um, and obviously everybody saying that, you know, it, homeschooling is hard and all these things and everything is valid. I find um, that every single person's opinion and thoughts are valid. Um, does that mean I want to live like that? No. But it's valid. Again, we were all that way once. We were all doing that once. We were all saying that once. So when I kept seeing that, I was just not responding to anyone. You know, I was like, why would I just, out of like 80 comments, just one comment saying like, oh, I'm doing great. Like, you know, something inside me felt shame, like guilt. You know, like I'm rubbing it on your face that I feel amazing. You know, um, and again, I sat with myself and I was like, do I, I mean, am I a bad person? Of course I'm not. You know, I did nothing wrong with me. I don't think I've been better. You know, the fact that I'm not going out and spending money that probably I could be spending on buying a book or another oil or another store, you know, more food or whatever. That, that's number one. That makes me feel good. Number two. I am reading so much that I am, like, surprising myself. Of course, I believe it because I I believe that we all are capable of learning more. But the fact that I'm doing all these things for me, 
and I see my husband doing the same without me telling him? Why should I feel bad? Why should I say that homeschooling is going horrible, that my child is having tantrums? All kids are kids. You know, kids are going to be kids. They're not going to like something or whatever. But I also believe that if that's what you're saying and that's what you're doing at home, well, your kid's going to do it. You're being horrible. Well, your kid's going to be horrible. That, that's not bad. Again, my parents were probably doing horrible things. That's why I did horrible things. We don't know better. You know, again, I'm not shaming those people. I'm just saying we don't know better. So I felt like it was time for me to say something, you know, like, okay, I don't feel bad for saying that I'm doing great because I am, you know, did I have cramps this month? Oh, yeah. But why, why do I want to tell people just so people say, I'm sorry you're having cramps? Like, I already know what to do for cramps. I'm going to rub an oil on my, on my stomach, take a bath, and I'm going to feel better. I'm going to drink a tea, and I'm going to feel better, you know? So I know those answers. I'm not saying don't post everything online, but if you know the answer, you know, do it, and then tell people how that made you feel. So maybe when they have cramps, it'll help them too, instead of focusing on the bad which is like, oh, my life sucks. Holy fuck, I'm, I'm having cramps. Why not turn that into a positive? Hey, I did this. Girlfriend, you should try it. Make something, make a joke out of it. Do, do something funny to make somebody laugh, right? Um, so that's what I try to do. It's not that I'm saying, again, that I, that I don't have bad days. I do. They're not bad. They're just uncomfortable situations, you know? And I know how to make that feel better. I know how to make myself feel better. I know how to make that situation better. Um, so I had to say something and it was like 70 slides. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of stories. But I had to tell people that, you know, like life's good. You want that life? Girl, you have that life. Everyone has that life. You know, just focus on that. Don't focus on the bad. Because again, we all have that. Many, I mean, I'm not saying all women have cramps because maybe some don't get their periods or others just don't get cramps that bad. But again, make that into a positive. Your son had a tantrum. Make that into a positive. Look at yourself. What did I do today to cause that? Was I depressed? Was I anxious? Was I upset? Did I say a bad word that caused my son to do that? That caused my, my daughter to do that? Look at what you're doing. Those are patterns and those can be broken. But if you continue to do them, you will continue to suffer being a teacher, working from home, having those cramps every month, your washer broke, your car broke down, you know, all those things are going to continue to happen. Are you never going to have a flat tire? Uh, I'm not saying that you probably will. We'll make that into a positive, you know. So I feel like I had to say something because I don't want people feeling bad because they're doing something productive or good for themselves you know yeah I'm glad that you made that story because I didn't even think of that like sometimes I think about my replies to people like what am I sounding too like braggy or should I not say this or like tell them how like I'm really doing like how much is going good like it it's mm -hmm. a really good thing that you said that because it's okay to be doing great yeah yeah and again I think we we have a misunderstanding of what that means i feel like when you say you feel great people assume that you just want a million dollars and you know your house is super clean and dinner came out great i mean life's not perfect but great because you made those things um 
turn out to be good. Do you know what I mean? Again, the pattern that you choose is what's going to make your life. And I just, I refuse to make it a bad one. I'm, I'm, I have. For 27 years of my life, I did that, you know? And I, I just don't want that. And if I continue to blame or just not take responsibility, well, I'm going to continue to do that. And where is that taking me? Nowhere. And um, another thing also, I don't, like you just said that sometimes you feel like you're nagging or whatever. I, um, maybe also the responsibility goes into that, that you, you post that story. And then the next day you're like, oh my God, that's no big deal. But you let people know, like you make that into a positive thing, right? Instead of just saying, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You did it. And that's okay. You know, but again, be responsible for it and just tell yourself it wasn't that bad. And I, something great came out of it, you know, and it, it might take you a day and that's okay. I'm not saying be perfect and at the moment realizing the bad stuff that we're doing. But um, again, just realizing no, no matter how long it takes, um, being responsible for your actions is good enough. Yes. Okay. I ask everybody this question. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're sitting down and you say to yourself, like, damn, like I made it, like I made it in life. What do you see around you? Where are you? What do you see? Honestly, dream just, life. Just to dumb it down a little bit. The way I'm living now. Oh, the way I'm living now. Um, but I will, I want to say though, that, um, just because we're, we're, content with what we have right now doesn't mean that tomorrow we can't adjust something right um i believe that there's always room for for change and adjustment just don't go back and be like oh man i really was happy with it no you get yourself up and you say mm, maybe we can adjust something right i mean for example maybe when you started your podcast you're like oh i should have said that or i could have done that and as you go you just cheer yourself up and be like that's great. You did great, Ashley. You know, um, when you do six of these, you're going to be a pro at it. And, you know, but maybe we can adjust this. I think that's the positive. That's how positive we should be in our lives. Not just saying, oh, I should have done that. All right. All right. Oh, I'm not good enough. No, you were always good enough. You know, we will get better, but always clap for yourself. Like always do that. So for me, I am very happy with my life right now. Um, but I do want to have a business, like a family business. So definitely continue to learn and just being content with what I have always. Um, living how I'm living right now. Um, and just having a business to, to know that, um, that, I will be, that me and my husband will be able to provide for our son and he will not have to have a nine to five. That we'll be able to travel. Um, maybe have an RV and just travel places. Um, that's the life that I see myself just being super happy with. Not that I'm not happy right now. Again, I am very, very grateful and happy right now. But I know right now that I, I don't have the money to go buy an RV. So I can't punish myself and be like, oh, I'm not there yet. I am. I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. But I want an RV. I want my own business. And just living my best life. As long as I'm smiling and make people laugh. I think that's what I want. Wow. I've never had that answer before. Like that you really threw me off guard. 
<laughs> like I honestly, what you said, like being content, like that's literally being content saved my life. Like I always wanted more. I always wanted to do like succeed like with numbers and, and everything like that. And like once I actually let go of that and I was content with what I had, I started attracting so much in my life. Mm-hmm. So much came at me. And honestly, guys, like being content is is key to life. Yeah. Like you should be okay with what you have and then mm-hmm. work towards greater if you want. But like it you should just be express gratitude for what you have every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I said that on my shorts too. Um, when you're being grateful for something and you're letting it go, so you're making more space. What's going to happen? Well, better things are happening or maybe the same things, but you, you have the cycle of good and great. You know, you won't have the cycle of bad and sucky. Like my life sucks. That's the cycle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely that. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right too. Um, being content. I, I think people think that and think that that mediocre and miserable. That does not, that's not what it means because there's rich people like super rich people that have a content life, but they're miserable. And even though they have all the money in the world and they're still unhappy. So I, I don't believe that there's enough, there's an amount of anything, happiness, money, food, cars, um, anything that will ever fulfill yourself as much as you are right now. Because even though, again, you have room to grow and learn more, you are perfect and whole right now. We've been since we were conceived, but nobody tells us that. They always make us seem like we need more. You know, the acne, the pimple on your face is not good enough your nose is too big or the body or oh being I know a different race would have been better nobody ever feels whole and complete and they'll always continue to search and search and no matter how much they gain they will never be happy because they're not content I used to hate my nose I actually wanted to get a surgery because I hated my nose could you imagine if I would have done that maybe after that would have gone to get bigger lips or to get boobs or to my butt, something. There's always going to be something more if you're not happy with who you are. And when, again, it might sound funny to some people, but people that know and believe this will not laugh. When you love yourself enough, you're not going to look into yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, you need to, that, that thing right there, you need to fix it because, no, you really think you're beautiful. To another person, you're not that beautiful. You're like, no, you, you could be a little lighter, you know, with colored eyes or blonder hair. No, no. For a person who truly loves themselves, there is nothing somebody could say that would make you change your mind and be like, yes, I need lighter hair or I need my eyebrow shaped this way. Nothing. Trust me, you know? So I think people really need to understand that because when they say I love but they still want to change things. But them, I don't. That's not love yet. It's you. You will eventually get to it. But if you're saying that right now, you don't love yourself because you want more. Amen. <laughs> you really need to start your own podcast because you're really preaching to the choir. I feel like a lot of people need to hear what you say. You know, that's so funny. And thank you so much for saying that. Because um, even though you have a podcast and the fact that you're telling me to do one, you know there's room for everyone. 
There's an abundance of success for everyone. And people won't say that. Because you have a podcast, so maybe I could start a cooking channel and I won't, you know, take people away from you. It, and I think that's very important. When, again, you love yourself, you want everybody to love themselves and it doesn't matter if they do exactly what you do. You just want them to succeed. And honestly, a while back, me and my friend were going to do one and talk just about like being a vegan mom, but we never got to, around to it. Um, but yeah, maybe someday, you know, I love to talk someday. <laughs> for now, I'm trying to do other things, but yeah, maybe. Thank you for saying that. I think everybody that hears this really needs to know that too. Like there's always an abundance for everyone. I, yeah. Exactly. And everyone's like, you know, it's like a cliche thing to say. Everyone's like, oh, I don't want to start a business in this field or I don't want to do a YouTube channel because there's so many people on it. But like, there's so much room for people. And if you, everyone says like, oh, look at the bread aisle at the grocery store, how many different brands of bread there are, like you can succeed. You can succeed whatever you mm-hmm. want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there is, honestly. So, yeah, I think that is a powerful thing to have in life, to know that, hey, everybody can make it. Like, stop being so pushy and rude and stop telling people they can't or not supporting. There's all kinds of support, you know, all kinds. And when people just say, oh, that's nice, that to me has never been support. I'm like, are you are you jealous? And that's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to be cocky or rude, but that's those words mean that to me because there could be so more other things you can say and then you know people will say oh that's just the way I am no it's not I've seen you I've heard you you know I've seen you in the act and you could be so much more supportive but you decide not to and that's okay another stranger is gonna do that and that's okay you know we have to be okay with what people give us um but just don't try to crave that mediocre oh that's nice you know Because that's really rude. Like, you could be the quietest person in the room, and you're still going to be the loudest cheerleader for that person or friend in your, I don't know, even like a family member, you know? So I just wanted to say that because I definitely find that funny when people do that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, Last question. Mm -hmm. I ask everybody this. What do you love about yourself? Um, I know the answer. I just want to... My personality. Like who I am. Because it would be very hard for me to pick just something. But just who I am. And if you understand that, then you understand like who I am. Like that who I love and that's what I love you know the person that's willing to adjust the person that's willing to change and the person that's willing to to love you know and to share all that stuff so that I I really do love who I am you know even if tomorrow change a little bit um it's only for my great for my higher good that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so wrapping up here, now is your time to shine. Say whatever you want, whatever you feel called to speak on. Promote yourself. Uh, I'm going to have her Instagram in the show notes like I always do, but um, talk about anything you want to. Okay, so 
oh, maybe everything I said kind of said who I am. But um, I don't think I wish a lot. Um, I could sit here and say, wish everybody would. I don't want to wish anything. I just want everyone to grow, to learn, and to shine. Because as funny or weird as this may sound, I grew up believing that someday we would have world peace. Whatever that means to you might not mean what it might not be the same for me. But for me, it means each individual loves themselves so darn much. They don't have room or the space or the energy to hurt anyone or themselves, obviously, first of all, not hurt themselves. They won't have the time to hurt anyone, which means they won't hurt their neighbor, their spouse, an animal. They won't hurt anyone. And again, that might sound funny to people, but I really do believe in that. I do believe that it starts with us. When people say that, it starts with you. And then you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> My husband just walked in. Um, but whatever that means um, to you, again, loving yourself. Loving yourself means not questioning what you're doing, what you're saying, and what you look like. Love yourself. Just focus on yourself. Stop worrying if somebody didn't text you. Stop worrying if somebody didn't like you or if somebody doesn't cheer for you. And whatever it is, just don't worry for anything. Anything. Worry about yourself all the time because you will not have time to worry about anything. Just worry about yourself. I do believe that every single soul did that. Again, we'd all live happy. We'd all know what um, joy is. We'd all know what peace is. We'd all know what love is. Because I think a lot of people have a different meaning of love. And again, love is just being who you are. Because you're going to just love it so much that, again, you will not have time for anything else, including negativity, bad things around you, bad people around you. Just love love right i mean everybody believes love is a cure for everything and it is everything so again i just hope that everyone starts loving themselves right now um even if you don't see yourself and you think you're the most wonderful thing in the world you will just keep practicing it you know i think practice does make perfect um and again just please love yourself just really work on yourself love yourself so much i love that <laughs> okay guys i'm going to have her insta linked in the show notes go show her some love